Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Mayor Sandy Bowman, and we're here to discuss the Regional Municipality of Wood Buffalo Council meeting that was held on Tuesday, February 22nd. Uh, but first, Anna, before we jump into all that, Mayor, I just wanted to ask you, how's it going today? Going great. Thanks, Adam. Beautiful day. We're looking for some warm weather. <laughs> yeah, we, we're definitely looking for it. We're not finding a lot of it these days, but we're definitely looking. Um, I just wanted to start off, Mayor, about uh, you kind of started off the meeting yesterday talking about a letter to fight the uh, province of Quebec's Bill 21. And if anybody doesn't know what Bill 21 is, that is a law banning Canadians. They're working as teachers, lawyers, police, different various jobs from wearing any religious symbols such as crosses, hijabs, turbans. And now why was that important to kind of put this forward, this letter to fight this? Um, it's just a letter in opposition to it uh, from Quebec's Bill 21. Um, as you explained what it is, it's we want to speak up for our community. And it's been something that's brought up to me during the, during the campaigning as well as just recent meetings with uh, a member of our communities. And it's just, it's a freedom of expression. Uh, freedom of, and it doesn't only go to our like the minorities that have been coming to me with the issues. It's it's everyone, and I think if we don't speak up now, uh, it starts with Quebec and it could go through the rest of the country. So it's just just speaking up for residents and let them know we have their back. Okay, so it, it, this is essentially it's you know not an action. It's simply saying that we are opposed to this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, and then kind of actually going. I would say right along with that, um, everybody in council yesterday, everybody that I'd seen, was wearing pink shirts yesterday as well. Yeah, so today officially is a pink shirt day, um, and it's an anti-bully program. And over the years, I've been with, I'm not concerned our previous life, but with uh, teaching martial arts, I've had the experience of dealing with bullies daily. And generally, why most children come to my gym was because of being bullied and adults actually as well. So it's a huge thing for me. And this really uh, just goes to show the support in the community for the, all the different organizations that, that help with, with this program in the city. And it's more of an awareness. Um, I mean, a pink shirt's not going to stop a bully, but it's the awareness in the community that really makes a difference to see that that's out there and that people have support. And it's not a, it's not a, a road you have to walk alone. There's lots of support in the community and, and support from, from elected officials as well. Because, yeah, if anybody missed it, the um, council yesterday, that was the proclamation of making it Pink Shirt Day as well, right? Yes. And and kind of moving on, like it was a bit of a shorter uh, meeting yesterday, but a very big one that was talked about, and that was the homelessness grant of upwards $4.7 million. And so right now that's not money we have, but right now is we're seeking that money? That there, what, what's happened there, administration's requested more time to come back to the next meeting with that. So there's some issues with uh, funding or allocations of funding. So they've asked to come back at, uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be the March 8th meeting if everything goes well. So we'll have more information 
on that at that time. Okay, and and so like this this grant is a provincial federal grant. This is not uh, this is not just Wood Buffalo putting this money, but this is a grant we're seeking. Yeah, it's a combination of provincial and federal. We're just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters, Mayor, but uh, when we get back, we're going to continue chatting with the municipality about the council meeting that was held on Tuesday. More specifically, I want to kind of delve in when we get back to talk more about the Community Plan on Homelessness grant allocation that was discussed yesterday as well. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. If you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Mayor Sandy Bowman about Tuesday's Municipal Council meeting. More specifically right now, we're actually chatting about the Community Plan on Homelessness Grants application. And uh, they're hoping to get up to $4.7 million in grants to help homelessness in the community. Um, I wanted to ask you, Mayor, how do you decide who gets what and and how much? It's all written in, in policies of how, how the funds are allocated, and that comes down to us from the federal and provincial government, uh, and that's why it's coming back. And the main thing with our community is combating homelessness, and that's our objective with all these, with all the groups that come forward. They're all doing their part. Um, we just help facilitate the funding. And just as a matter of just reference for our community, when it comes to homelessness, we're a leader in, in ending this in our community. And we have some amazing people that are involved in this. We've actually, the numbers dropped by 64% since the highest peak in 2008. And when I compared other municipalities um, in a meeting we had recently um, with uh, different groups in the, in the province, we're levels ahead of everyone else in what we're doing. So that, that contributes, that just contributes to the, the groups that we have in the community that are working towards this and the amazing work they're doing. Yeah, there is a bunch of amazing groups. I had uh, the benefit of talking to a few over my time here, and yeah, they do fantastic work. Is this grant or similar grants like this, is this something the municipality has gotten it before in the past, or is this a new thing we're looking for? No, it's ongoing. It's, uh, it's not new at all. Okay, so it's almost an annual grant or like maybe a biannual grant? It uh, was approved in 2019, for four million, then it went on uh, 2020.1, almost five million, and and so forth. And then later on in the meeting as well, Councillor Keith McGrath he had asked for council to ask the provincial government for a five-year pause on lowering the taxes impacting the oil sands company. How would this affect the municipality? Well, that that's a so there's a motion on the table. It'll come back in two, in uh, March 8th for a debate um, before we do that, and. Uh, we look forward to the community being involved. Right now, we're at a seven five to one ratio, and as of 2017, we had 10 years to get to that that mark of five to one, and uh, we're just looking for some confirmation on that. And like I said, I'll come back on March 8th to to debate and talk about it that time. Okay, but right now, so is the is the provincial government looking to lower the taxes impacting oil sands? Like, is that something that you're trying to get a jump on? Or is this, like, how is, like, the reasoning for this? No, I think Council McGrath's just being proactive. Um, I was speaking with the Premier last week and brought it up, and I think Council McGrath's just being proactive and wants to get something in writing. And, and if the taxes were being lowered, like, how would that have an effect on Fort McMurray and the Wood Buffalo area? Oh, we've gone, since 2017, we've gone from 18 to 1 down to 7, 5 to 1 right now. So it's, uh, it's how it's affected it so far. It would just be that far. But it, right now, 
um, across the province, we have the lowest tax rates in all of Alberta um, at the moment. So it's, I don't think it's going to be that big of a change, but we want to do it slowly and take our time so it's not a huge impact on our, on our budget. Okay, and then kind of next, like uh, uh, essentially, is this possible? Like, does the provincial government seem to seem to listen to these municipalities when um, you know when when you're asking for these types of things? Yeah, we hope it's, uh, it'll be positive. And uh, speaking of the premier, he he seemed positive and didn't uh, indicate anything else. No, that sounds good. I, I definitely hope we get the go-ahead on that one. Uh, we're just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters, Mr. Mayor. But when we come back, we're going to continue chatting about Tuesday's Municipal Council meeting and a few other big things that are happening in the community as well when we get back. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If you missed out, we're actually chatting with Mayor Sandy Bowman today to talk about the municipality's council meeting they had on Tuesday. And it was a bit of a short meeting, so we kind of covered it in the first two parts. So if you want to listen back to that, you can go on our website afterwards when it's uploaded. But right now, I did want to ask you, Mr. Mayor, about another big event coming up. And that is the Winter Play event happening down at the Sny. And I wanted to just ask you, how would you describe uh, Winter Play? Like, what is it? Or what is it celebrating? What does it represent? Well, Winter Play um, in the past has always been a huge community um, event, and it's everyone in the community can take part in it. There's something for everyone. Um, one big thing about this year, uh, opposed to other years, is we're kind of coming out of a pandemic, and uh, restrictions being lowered, so it's a huge celebration for the community to be able to get out, get outside, see the friends and family, enjoy some great activities. Um, it starts February 25th um, to March 6th down to Sny, but there's also uh, events going on at Fort Chippewan, Fort Mackay, Anzac, um, across the municipality. So it's something great people to get involved in. There's two nights of fireworks down the SNI. Um, if you want, anyone wants to get any other information, they can go to rmwb.ca slash winterplay, and it'll give you the list of events and what's going on throughout the community. An event like this, uh, you know, a big community event like this, what does this, what does this mean to you? Um, to, to me, I mean, we live in Fort Murray, one of the most northern communities, and uh, we get a lot of winter. So we need to start, we need to enjoy it when we can. And, uh, I think to me it's just uh, getting out celebrating winter and getting outside with uh, friends and family. Uh, well, speaking of which, are you planning on uh, heading down sometime this, uh, you know, when it starts up here real soon? Are you heading down or what are you most looking forward to uh, taking part in? Um, I'm going to take part in a lot of the activities. First, uh, one of the, I'm a big fan of our dog sleds and our dog sled racing, our dog sled teams, um, and a big fan of dogs itself. So I'll be uh, hanging around there for quite a bit. But there's so many things going, horse-drawn carriage races, uh, skating fire pits. The ice sculptures, the petting zoo, fireworks. There's a lot of activities, and I'll be roaming around all week. Oh, fantastic. And then just to, to kind of ask, uh, like, I was too late, but did you manage to get some of the uh, dog sledding tickets through Controlled Chaos before they uh, ran out? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Oh, fantastic. Lucky you. Just kind of to end us off here, because that was, uh, that was it for the meeting as well. There was a very, it was a bit shorter of a meeting, but is there anything else you'd just like to say before we head out here today? Uh, just for everyone to stay safe uh, with the cold weather we've had, uh, trying to maintain the roads and keep the ice off has been quite a job for our, our, uh, our public works. But I want to see everyone just be safe, uh, take the time when they're going somewhere, give themselves a little extra time. Well, thank you very much, Mayor Bowman. I do appreciate you talking with us today, and I can't wait to hopefully talk to you again soon. 
Super. Thank you, Adam. Thanks again for joining me today, Mr. Mayor. I do really appreciate it. That was Mayor Sandy Bowman who joined us today to talk about the Tuesday's Municipal Council meeting. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com, where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Ophis. I will chat with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.